Welcome to the very first Cavoodle Coach podcast, focusing on raising Cavoodles in particular. I'm your host, Tiana Karamayas, a Cavoodle breeder and coach with over 14 years of combined experience raising Cavoodles and working within the small animal industry. As a coach, my philosophy is simple. A Cavoodle should always complement your lifestyle, never complicate it. If you're interested in achieving this, then this podcast is for you. Do you have a question about raising a Cavoodle? Send me an email at hello at tianacaramayas.com and have it answered with actionable advice in an upcoming episode. Join my email list via the link in the show notes or at tianacaramayas.com slash essentials for free access to my Cavoodle Essentials ebook, including a new Cavoodle shopping list and a socialization guide. By joining the list, you'll also receive bite-sized tips and advice about raising Cavoodles delivered straight into your inbox each week. Remember to hit the follow button to never miss an episode. Hello, welcome back to episode 11 of the Cavoodle Coach podcast. My name is Tiana Karamayas and I'm your host. So in today's episode, I wanted to address a very common question that I receive and that is whether the generation of Cavoodle that you buy really matters. So as you know, a first generation Cavoodle is a cross between a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel and a Poodle, whether that is miniature or toy. But then as you breed them further, you can also get F1B Cavoodles, second generation Cavoodles, F2B Cavoodles, third generation Cavoodles, multi-generational Cavoodles. And it can all get very confusing and overwhelming from a pet owner's perspective who is simply just looking for the healthiest puppy possible. So in today's episode, what I wanted to go through was seven questions that are more important to ask the breeder about the health of the puppy rather than just what generation is this Cavoodle puppy. So let's get started. So the first thing I would be asking the breeder is what kind of DNA testing have they done on the parents of these Cavoodle puppies? Now in Australia, the most common type of DNA testing is done through a company called Orovet and through Orovet you can do a full breed profile on the Cavoodle parents and it tests the most common hereditary diseases for this breed. Now when it comes to the results of DNA testing, it can get very complicated and confusing and what I can do if you're interested is I can make a whole separate episode going into detail explaining these results results um, just so you have a better understanding of what you should be asking the breeder if you are interested in learning this and you do want an episode on DNA test results uh, just let me know send me an email at hello at tianacaramayas.com or send me a dm on instagram at tianacaramayas or at cavoodle coach and then I'll make that episode for you in a future week the second question I would be asking the breeder is whether the parents have had their patellas looked at and examined. Now, what we want to make sure is that neither the mum or the dad have any luxating patellas. Now, if you're not aware of what the patella is, this is the kneecap. And what is really common in small breed dogs is that they can have luxating patellas, which means the kneecap doesn't stay in the right place at all times. And this can lead to cruciate ligament damage in the future. Now, if your dog does happen to tear a cruciate ligament, not only does this cost thousands and thousands of dollars in vet bills, but it also is really hard when your dog is in recovery because your puppy has to stay locked in a cage for weeks on end. So what we want to do is make sure we are limiting the possibility of this being hereditary. And to do this, we just need to check that both the mum and dad do not have any luxating metallas themselves. 
The third most important question to ask the breeder is about the furnishing of the cavoodle parents. Now, furnishing is a trait found in the coats of cavoodles, and what furnishing means is that a cavoodle will have the beautiful mustache and those fluffy eyebrows and that full fluffy teddy bear face when they are furnished or double furnished. If a cavoodle is not furnished and they have what's called an improper coat, it means that they won't have this teddy bear face, and instead, and you might have seen this yourself with other cavoodles, is they will have that really short flat hair that sits against the face and they look more like a cavalier in the face rather than the fluffy toy cavoodle that we are used to seeing. So while these cavoodles with improper coats are still absolutely gorgeous, if you are after a cavoodle that does have that full teddy bear look and has that full fluffy coat with all that volume in their hair around their face, then just make sure you are asking the breeder about the furnishings of the parents. As a breeder, the way that we find out about the furnishings of our breeding dogs is through DNA testing. So if your breeder is already DNA testing, testing for hereditary diseases, they can add on extra tests to make sure that they are also testing for furnishings. If your cavoodle is a first generation cavoodle, they will always be fully furnished. But if they are a second generation cavoodle or a third generation cavoodle, this isn't always necessarily the case and it all depends on what the parents are. So make sure you have this discussion with the breeder and if they are not aware of what furnishings is, I would probably be looking for a different breeder who is aware of this if you are looking at getting a second or third generation cavoodle. The fourth question I would be asking the breeder is whether they have looked at the teeth of the parents. What we want to make sure is that there are no improper bites. So this means no underbites, no overbites, and no base narrow canines. Now, if you haven't heard of base narrow canines, this is an extremely common condition for cavoodles and poodles in particular. And what happens with base narrow canines is that the lower jaw of your dog is slightly more narrow than the upper jaw, and your lower canines tend to grow more vertically and hit the roof of the mouth rather than sitting on the outside of the upper teeth. So this is really hard to explain by talking and if you google base narrow canines you'll be able to see a picture of what I'm talking about but what it essentially means is every time your puppy is closing its mouth they are biting themselves and their lower canines are creating a hole in the upper palate of their mouth and this can lead to infections, a lot of pain, abscess and it's also one of the most common reasons why your puppy is biting so much and for such a long period of time. Now obviously we can't let our dogs bite themselves every day for the rest of their lives so what this means is we have to do some ball therapy or we even have to remove the lower canines so they're not biting into themselves every time they close their mouth. Now, this is obviously very expensive, it's a lot of drama, it's a lot of trouble, and your puppy is in pain. So one of the best ways we can help prevent this is by making sure that the parents have a full, complete scissor bite rather than any improper bites themselves. This all helps prevent any dental diseases in the future. And I do also just want to make a note in saying that anything to do with the teeth is never covered by pet insurance. So unless your dog has an accident and knocks all of its teeth out, Anything hereditary, such as base narrow canines or improper bites, will never be covered by pet insurance. So you will always be out of pocket for these things. So the best thing we can do, again, is make sure that the parents of the cavoodle that you're looking to buy have proper bites themselves and that complete scissor bite. The fifth question we want to ask the breeder, and this is quite an obvious one, but this is whether the parents are healthy. So what we want to make sure is that the parents don't have any pre-existing conditions or are prone to anything in particular, such as skin irritations, allergies, ear infections, eye infections, anything that's a bit abnormal. And if the breeder is a proper breeder, they will have no hesitation in sharing the details of their veterinarian with you. And you can call the veterinarian and ask them these questions yourself. Or the breeder can also provide you with a full history from the vet of the dogs and all of the past appointments and checkups that they've had. 
If a breeder is not willing to disclose this information with you, I would be looking for a different breeder. A breeder who is breeding for the health of the breed would never breed from a dog who isn't healthy and therefore they would have no reason to not share this information with you. So always just be very thorough, make sure you are getting all the information you are asking for and if you were ever meeting any resistance from a breeder, this may be because they are trying to hide something and therefore I would always look for a different breeder just to be on the safe side. The sixth most important question I would be asking the breeder is about the temperament of the parents. Your puppy is going to be spending the first 8-10 to weeks of their life surrounded by their mum and dad and this is the most influential period of their life for their behaviours and attitudes. This is when they are most impressionable so you want to make sure that you love the temperaments of the mum and dad because this is going to heavily influence the temperament of your own puppy. The seventh and most important question to be asked in the breeder is how do they raise their puppies? Now, I raise my Cavuto puppies on a curriculum program and the reason why I do this is because the first few months of your puppy's life and in particular each week of your puppy's life, they go through a different stage of development and this is very influential to how their behaviours and attitudes are shaped. So in the early months of a puppy's life, almost weekly, they reach different behavioural and developmental milestones and it is essential that the breeder is aware of this as well as the emotional sensitivity of a puppy. If a breeder interacts or interferes too much with a puppy at the wrong time, this can lead to behavioral issues in the future, such as anxiety, fears, hyperactiveness, and so it's really important that your breeder understands the development of a puppy. When a breeder understands the development of a puppy, they will be purposely interacting with the puppy at the right time and in the right way, and this helps to set the puppy up to reach their full potential and also means the puppy's transition into your own home will be as smooth and stress-free as possible. Okay, so there you have it, seven questions that are more important to ask the breeder as opposed to which generation the Cavoodle is. If you were to have a first-generation Cavoodle breeder who does not understand the development of a puppy, who doesn't do any DNA testing, doesn't do any testing for furnishings, has no idea about proper bites or laxating patellas, I would definitely be going for the second or third-generation Cavoodle breeder who does do all of this testing and who does understand the proper development of a puppy. At the end of the day, we want to make sure that our Cavoodle puppies are healthy and the way that we do this is by making sure we are purposeful with what dogs we are breeding and by doing the proper testing required to make sure we are breeding the healthiest puppies possible. So make sure you are being very thorough with your questions with the breeder and make sure you are understanding exactly what practices they have for their breeding program. So that's it for today's episode. I really hope you found this useful. If you have, please share it with your friends who are looking at getting cavoodles. And if you have any questions, please let me know. Send me an email at hello at tianacaramayas.com. And if it's a common question, I'll definitely answer it in an upcoming episode for the rest of the cavoodle owners. Otherwise, please also remember to leave me a rating and review. I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback on this podcast. So that's it for today. I will see you in the next episode. This has been your cavoodle coach, Tiana Karamayas. See you later. 